0: Hello I'm Millie and welcome to Millie's mess. I am currently sat in a small room in South Africa really paranoid that other people can hear me talk to myself. So a friend came up to me yesterday and was like I know your future plan like I know your career. I was like dang fuck someone does because I have no clue he was like, you're going to be a podcaster. And I was like, that is, that's interesting. Very interesting. And then I was like, fuck it. I literally have no life plan. I'm 22, owning a Fiat 500. I need to go into a different direction in life. So I've called this podcast Millie's Mess because I don't think, unless you know me, what a mess my life is. And I was thinking, right, This could be really embarrassing or it could be less embarrassing and I send this podcast to maybe my dad, my third cousin, my dog and the postman and then like I've got a good four listeners going. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Like four people listening to me. I'm gonna make it. My postman can tell his other postman friends and then look at me. I'm... (laughs) I'm a big deal in the royal male community okay I'm just gonna pause right there and think about what I'm saying so I was thinking what should I talk about because I could talk about a million different things and I was like okay say I have five listeners then I can make each episode a bit more juicy but the most questions I get asked is about my nose job me I'm natural? What are you talking about? No, Millie had a nose job. And since I've shared it on TikTok and Instagram, the amount of messages I received, I just can't reply to them all. There are going to be two things that people want to know that I will not answer, which are the main things, but I'm going to be talking through the whole process, the healing, how I went about it, the surgery, I'm going to be going all into it. I just don't think that I need to specify how much I paid because all it takes is you ringing up a little surgeon and being like, how much is this? And (laughs) I have two pounds in my bank account, so I don't really need people to think I have more than that, judging on what I paid for this nose job. This story is going to get a little bit dark before it gets lighter because I do want to explain what led me to get a nose job because I didn't just wake up one day and was like, I want it to look better for my social media. And I think if that's the intention, don't get it. I think there are various reasons why people want them, but I was so sure I wanted one. And it wasn't because, of course, it was because how people would see me, but it was for myself like it was for myself. I really did not care and it has changed my life because I went in with I need this for me and no one else. Um and so I don't regret it and I think if I went in with any other intention, I would then be wanting more surgery, change myself even more to be accepted even more to live up to how high today's standards are in society oh don't get me started on that girl okay so we're going back in time to 2013 all right we're there can you picture it we're there were you born were you there okay so I went to boarding school oh my god that is a whole different story but I went to boarding school and I actually didn't think anything was wrong with me I liked myself as a 13 year old girl and I went to boarding school and there was this site, I don't know if anyone remembers it, remembers it, remembers it, called Ask FM. And you could send anonymous messages to people like, who do you fancy? Blah, 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 blah. And like, all my other friends would have ones like, you're so pretty. And like, I was like, oh my God, you know, you can like, it's cool. Like, I thought this is cool. This is all new to me. Like, you can all ask each other questions. And because we lived in a boarding school, there was like 400 people, um, girls and boys. So we were all in this tight space community. Like, we couldn't get away from each other. So the people that asked the questions would be the people you see every day. Um, And so I downloaded it. I was 13. I wanted to be included. And I just got hate no one else got the level of hate that i got and i was so confused and it was mostly about my nose and i didn't see a problem with my nose before this and it was relentless it was about my voice that still goes on today motherfuckers my voice the way i walked my hair my eyebrows it was just everything all the time And the problem is about being at a boarding school with this happening is that you're walking around and it's one of these people that you're living with that is sending you those messages. So for example, I would walk from my house, which is like a um, boarding school. It's like where you live. So you get that spread. I can't talk. you get. Oh, can I edit this out? Do I know how to edit? you get separated so like with boys they get separated into different houses and then it's kind of like mine was Wolverton so I walked from my house to mass class and as I was walking someone must have seen me walk and when I sat down in mass class I get a bing and someone said I've just seen you walk mass class like I've just seen you walk and you look like a fucking snob and you're you walk like this and your nose looked massive and it just blew my mind how I was just walking to a class and I didn't know which one of these people had seen me but they'd sent me that message and that happened a few seconds earlier it was like mind-blowing it got to the point And I think this is kind of when my depression slowly started. There are other events that kind of helped escalated it, but I remember kind of going home on weekends and being very isolated, um, not wanting to talk to anyone, not communicating with my family, and it was like when 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 I say it was awful, it was awful, and. I tried deleting the app but this whole school was on this app so it was like Instagram like everyone has Instagram it's very hard to remove yourself of something because then you kind of don't know what the fuck's going on in the world and I I was only young and very naive and I thought these people were right but most importantly I thought if I stayed on the app long enough it would go away then I'd get nice comments and fun questions like everyone else was like it was kind of that hope and obviously that never that never happened so that's kind of where my insecurities of my nose pinpointed um and I started looking at my nose more and I was like they're right you know they're right there is a massive problem with my nose um and I moved school and then for the next seven years every day I was looking at my nose and I wouldn't let someone sit next to me because of my side profile it got so extreme like if you sat next to me I could feel your eyes on my nose like it's kind of insanity because that that's probably not what anyone was looking at but it was like my deepest insecurity um And I turned 21 and I lived with my dad and I think he knew this wasn't just an instant I want a nose job, like he'd seen my suffering with my nose and he was like, look, like I get it, I get it and if this is going to make you happy but I need you to promise that will be your only surgery I was like, I promise, I promise, I promise. Um, and so we started looking surgeons and we found one in London on Harley Street. So we went to see him. I'm going to add this bit in because people might be thinking, why do you need to consult your dad? You know, I think I was 20, 21. And to be honest, 2021. I always think you need someone else's opinion, Um, especially, like I said, in today's society, because we have pressures that no one else has. And so I trust my dad and I needed his opinion on it. Um, Because I'm an insecure girl in her early 20s. I need to know that I'm making the right decision. You know, I still feel like a baby. I still feel like 15. I'm like, really? Grow up. But I always think that you need a second opinion and what better opinion than my dad's. Do you know what I mean? So the first surgeon we actually went to was the one I ended up going to for my surgery. So we drive up there, we have a consultation. Bear in mind, this guy's amazing, okay? But he is very practical, you know? Okay, I don't know if you heard that, but someone came in. Now I'm mortified, so I've switched up location. He's very practical, okay? So he's not going to be like, your nose looks gorgeous. You don't need surgery, okay? So he looks at my nose and then he draws up a nose. And this is kind of what (laughs) won my dad over because he was like, I'm not going to give you the nose you want. I'm going to give you the nose that suits your face and I couldn't be more grateful for that, because when you want a nose job, you want the smallest fucking nose, you want to, like, not be able to see it, you want your nose to just, just cut it off, and I do now really respect the fact he was like, I'm gonna give you the nose that suits your face, and it is gonna be smaller, but I'm not gonna, I don't want to see photos, I don't want to see your Pinterest inspiration board, all right, and he takes a look at my nose, (laughs) And my dad felt really uncomfortable because obviously he thinks I'm born perfect. And he was like, yeah, no, it's, you know, big on this section. Um, he's like, you do have breathing issues on this side. And I was like, sick. Like, I'll just blame this this surgery on my, my breathing issues that I didn't even know existed. Um, so we kind of went through, you know, things that he could change that maybe needed to be changed and my dad was like ah, like she doesn't need anything changed thank you um and it was it was a great assessment and of course me at the time was like very hesitant because I had my little I want this nose and I'm gonna show you this picture but I went away and I was like this is the surgeon for me you know he's not gonna give me exactly what I want and that's probably the best thing, so we actually picked, we, yeah, me and my dad, little teamwork mates of Dreamwell, we picked that surgeon, and we got an operation booked, and this is where it played with my emotions, was super excited, and it actually didn't happen till a year later, because it kept on getting postponed, because of COVID, and I waited seven years for this, so this was kind of like, it's never gonna happen, so when does it go ahead? It was, I think it was after my 21st birthday. Um. So we go up to London, me and my dad, and because it's COVID, he can't come in. So he kind of drops me at the door Um, And that was like a pretty surreal experience, just like walking in by myself, like doing it by myself. I was like, girl, are you an adult yet? So I walk in. Oh my God, they're super friendly. I was absolutely shitting it though. I walked downstairs and that's where like the beds are, where the surgery takes place. So I'm like sitting on this bed and give me the gown. These are really cute fucking <laughs> hind leg socks or whatever. Um, a thong, not like an actual thong, like a surgery thong. And I was like, what is going on here? Um, so I'm chatting to my dad and my boyfriend and I'm like, I'm good. Everything's good. I think I kind of like numbed myself slightly. Cause I was like, you know, when you're in a situation where you're like, mm, this is happening, like, don't just don't think too much about it get walked i just walk into the surgery room i was like it's like another day i'm just walking into a different room and they're like yeah just like lie on the surgery table so i get up and (laughs) they're like this really fucking creepy classical music is playing and they're like sharpening the fucking objects whatever the the objects they're gonna use to break my nose. They're just sharpening in the corner. Classical music is playing. I was like, okay, I'm in a horror movie. So they start, oh I hate I can't deal with it. I hate needles. There's a really sweet nurse talking to me. And then I'm like, am I getting put to sleep? And the, the guy's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, here it goes. And it was the point where I like wanted to go to sleep. You know when you get petrified for an operation that like, you're not gonna go to sleep. I don't know, it's like this fear, it reminds me of when I was 12 and I had appendicitis and I was getting put to sleep and I tried to fight it, you know, when you're like, I'm gonna stay awake and then you just go to sleep, this time I was like, put me to sleep, I like was trying so hard, I wake up um, back in the room that I started off in and I did not like the swelling hadn't really started and I was on quite a lot of pain medication So I actually felt fine like I was facing my boyfriend I was eating a ham sandwich you know I was living my best life and they walked me out to meet my dad and then at this point I think I was just super sleepy like I was kind of out of it and my dad drove me home and then the swelling started and this was like before halloween so i had the cast on for halloween and my uni house was having a party and i was like could i show up and just be like this is my costume no millie no you can't my eyes started getting really bruised like it looked like i'd just been in a fight and obviously i didn't win in what situation would millie win a fight my brother was like, oh good, I think my brother was 14, and I think my brother just thinks I'm a hot mess, he's like, there she goes again, another, another dramatic scene from Millie, and basically you get, it depends on your surgeon, but you get two things stuck right up your nose, and mine was like these plastic things, and I think it's to form the shape, um, and I was supposed to get those removed three days after, but I think I missed a couple calls, and it was, like, five days after, and my nose was, I could like, it was a, so painful, and you know what doesn't help? Don't ever share a bed with your boyfriend when you're recovering from a nose drop, because I don't know, this boy in his sleep decides to just punch me in the face, I don't think he's ever done it before, he just starts to roll over and, you know, get his hand in an axe gently slap me and I cannot ex- describe the pain I would wake up and I would be fuming at him like he doesn't even know he's done it and I would be so angry anyway I then go up to London emergency appointment to get these things removed because they start to really fucking hurt, and she the stitches, to keep them in so she has to undo the stitches and then she gets like these little tweezers and just yanks it out and I don't know what giving birth feels like but it felt like I'd just given birth like I could breathe it was like the weirdest feeling ever so I get those removed and I feel like a new human being And the process is pretty straightforward from there. The swelling slowly goes down. Um, You can remove. Well, my um, cast kind of started to fall off. And, you know, I could contact the surgeon at any time. Like, they were great. And it did start to go off. And I was a bit cheeky, okay. As the plaster started to fall off, I I might have helped the plaster fall off. I know. It's bad, and it was like ten p.m. and this stinky plaster comes off my nose, and I get my boyfriend to take a picture of my side profile, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I it was like it was so weird, and bearing in mind the swelling was still quite a lot at this moment, it takes a lot to go down, and I will say that the nose you see for the first maybe couple weeks, it isn't probably the exact nose you're going to get because it takes a while for the nose to heal and form shape. So looking back at photos of the early days of my nose recovering, it is slightly different to the nose I have now. And I'm super happy. Like the difference was actually more than I expected because he was like, I'm not going to give you the nose I want, but the nose that he gave me, I was, you know, in love with. And it is a straightforward process. The bruising took ages to go down, like ages. Um, The stitches were fine. um, And I really kind of don't have much to say from then on because you, it's like a year, you could hit me in the nose, and I, I honestly don't feel anything, but yeah, all I say is, if you have a boyfriend during, um, your nose job, break up with him, because I, I never notice how much he tries to hit me in the face when he's asleep, (laughs) caused a lot of problems, I had to build, like, a little fort, I was like, this cannot happen, but all I can say is, if you're thinking about it, I know it's so painful because you want to get it done now. Give yourself a year. Give yourself a year. Just do it, please. Um, Because it's a surgery. It's something that's going to change your life forever. You know, it's so easy to go to Turkey and just get this quick nose job. But, like, you're having this nose for the rest of your life, and I've seen girls who have had a nose job, mostly influencers, and they're like, yeah, I'm getting another one, and I'm like, this is where the, it's, this is where the lines start to get blurred, because don't get me wrong, when I got this new nose, I was like, I'm so happy, I have no beeps. I want beeps. and I'm like, Millie, no, stop, So I think you need to wait a year because bear in mind, you're having the snows for the rest of your life. What's a year going to do? I get it. Like it's painful sitting with it. You can start researching surgeons in the year, you know, get excited. But I really do think that it needs a lot of thought. It's something that needs a lot of thought. And I understand the struggle of being, everyone being like, there's nothing wrong with your nose, there's nothing wrong with your nose, there's nothing wrong with your nose, um, and that's why it's hard to get other opinions, because obviously the people in your life, like, love you no matter what, and maybe hadn't noticed it, um, which is why you have to do it for you, but it's why you need to wait a year to think about it, I'm Prom- like I promise you once you have it it is scary for my mind to be like what else can I change um what else can I improve myself I'm getting this boost of feeling amazing and I look better and I'm less insecure maybe something else will make me feel even more secure and the truth is it just comes from within it does but if one surgery is going to change your life forever and not get you thinking about it all the time and being so depressed about it all the time fucking do it fucking do it but yeah I just think it needs a lot of consideration I don't know why but like surgery is literally like going to the shops now like, everyone has surgery, BBLs, boob jobs, nose jobs, filler, um, and it's very consuming when you're always going on your phone and seeing it, so normalized, but, like, I trust, like, you'll make the right decision, whoever's listening and wants a nose job, I trust you'll make the right decision, because no one knows what a dark place it feels being kind of being kind of stuck with the unhappiness of hating this thing and it's a thing on your face do you know what I mean like boobs I can wear a push-up bra I mean like a really fucking extreme push-up bra but that is something quite intimate about being on your face and always having to look at it so I hope this helps anyone considering it and honestly if I wanted nose jobs someone told me or recommended wait a year I'd be like go fuck yourself (laughs) but it is just something to think about okay because I only want what's best for you um it's I went to Harley Street but it's way more expensive than turkey turkey gives you what you want you could go in there with the smallest picture of a nose and be like I want it they're gonna give it to you, and I don't think that's a sensible thing to do, personally, because I have a nose that suits my face, um, and it is not what I wanted. And I think that's the most important thing, because when you're so unhappy with something, you want to go to the other extreme instead of being in the middle. Um, I hope this kind of like answered some questions. I really wish I could include photos of <laughs> my face during the healing process. Because it's quite extreme. But it's so, it's so, what am I trying to say? It's so straightforward. Like, it's so fucking straightforward. The healing is straightforward and it's not kind of this traumatic thing, like you do need painkillers, and obviously you won't be able to show your face in public, I mean I went to go get my nails done, and I'm like, I was like wearing a mask and a hat, and it looked like I was trying to be an absolute diva, Um, I'm just rambling on, if you enjoyed this whoever is listening to this please I would appreciate it so much if you pop me a message and what and like say Millie this wasn't an absolute mess like this was bearable to hear but thank you so much for listening to my first podcast if you're thinking Millie who the fuck do you think you are starting a podcast honestly girl I am thinking exactly the same thing so thank you for listening to Millie's mess Um, I just think about all the stories I have to tell so I'm really fucking excited and I'll see you soon, bye!